Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and thank you for joining us tonight. My name is Shannon, and welcome to the Secret to Everything radio show with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Just to let you know, we are taking callers tonight. You can call in at 646-564-9712. Also, we will have our chat room open for anybody who would like to chat with us. Um, One of the things that I'd like to to discuss tonight is uh, to clarify exactly what we offer as a business. And here is Dr. Kimberly. Good evening, everybody. Hi, Shannon. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. What do you think of our a little too soft? But what do you think of our intro? That's brand new, I'm, everybody. So I'm kind of excited about it. But what do you think, Shannon? It was actually the first time that I'd heard it. Um, I tried to hear it, listen to it the other day when, when we were on the phone, but I didn't hear it very well. But I really liked it. I was, and it was a little bit soft. But uh, I think next time we can get that a little bit louder. Right, so adjusting to the digital age of radio rather than a physical board, but, um, yeah, I liked it too. So tonight we thought, like I said, um, or like Shannon said, you can call in, and she gave the numbers to 646-564-9712, or you can talk to us in the chat room and ask us any questions. But I thought we'd go over um, what we offer as a business and some of our services. Um, One of the things we offer is called an intuitive life coaching or a reading. This is actually what you might know commonly called a psychic reading, um, would be one way of calling it, or I guess an intuitive reading. Um, In my business, though, what it does is it's more of a counseling blended with an intuitive or a psychic reading. So what we would be doing is we would raise your vibration, clear your energy blockages, and or answer your life questions. Do you think that's a good description, Shannon? I do think it's a good description. I'd also like to add that um, when you get involved in something like that, that you do part of a reading too. Like when certain things come to you, you absolutely bring them out. So it's not just, you know, the raising vibration and clear the energy box and you answering their questions. You you absolutely get things when you're talking to them, and we'll add that onto it, too. Right. So I guess what Shannon's probably trying to say is you always get an intuitive or a psychic reading when you come to me. (laughs) Sometimes you just can't help yourself. That's right. And sometimes that turns out really interesting, too. Um, I also want to mention I, I hear information a lot of different ways. One of the things when I give you an intuitive reading is, I um, am what you call clear audience, so I hear things or I get told things, and Shannon knows this because I often um, tell her things and say, I just heard, or I get certain words, and if you were listening to the show last week, I think I got a word. Did I get words for her, Shannon? I don't remember. There was a couple words that, that came to you. They were 
some of them were her for her, and there was a few for her son. Absolutely. And it, and right, one thing that people have to understand. Go ahead. No, oh, go ahead. I was going to say one of the things that people have to understand, and and sometimes it's hard for me to even remember is when you get these things and they're coming to you and you're on your flow and it's just coming up, coming out as it comes in. Sometimes you don't remember everything that was said. And it just, it's like it outpours out of you. So, I mean, and, and I do this sometimes too. I'm like, do you remember what you said? And you're like, no. But it's just like it comes to you and it comes out and you let go of it. So sometimes people maybe, you know, would be a good idea to tape you if they if they were going to get involved in something like that or, or write notes or something. Because when you start going, you just really go. Uh, and that's, that's good value for your money. Um, one of the things I, I do like to do, and I'm going to start offering Skype readings. I just haven't yet. But um, I will probably, I usually will try to run an MP3 or a Skype recorder if we do offer that. So although interestingly enough, and I've had a number of readings where this has happened, often, remember the reading I had, I can't think of his name. He was a famous Columbus psychic, and I think I went and saw him. Do you remember his name, Shannon? I went and saw him a couple excuse me, a couple weeks before he actually passed on to the other realm. But um, I remember he recorded me. I remember I got home to listen to my tape, and there was nothing on it, and that's actually very common. So I don't know really what does that, but there's no guarantee. So it is a good idea, like Shannon said, and if you want to call in. um, I am offering many readings tonight. Also, test your vibration if you've been listening to our show. Now you will know what test your vibration would you like me to test your vibration, Shannon, just for fun? I love when you test my vibration. Okay, I'm going to test. Hold on a second, everyone. I'm going to test Shannon's vibration. That's not a kind of weird, Shannon. I love when you test my vibration. <laughs> well, Sorry, I mean, I just, we haven't done it I in know, a few days, so I always like to know what it's what it's close to. It's really high tonight. Hold on. I'm trying to get it. 950. Yes. Yes. And we're not going to go into what that means. But anyway, if you want, like I said, if you've been listening to our shows and you'd like me to call in and have us, Shannon can test vibration too, so have one of us test your vibration, we would be happy to do that. Or if you don't feel comfortable and you want to send us a note on the chat room, that would be fine as well. And we'll test your vibration and get back to you on that. And we will not, well, if you call in, we'll share it over the air. If you do it on the chat, we will not obviously share it over the air. So um, the next thing we want to talk about is um, the medical intuitive aspect of our business, which is, again, sometimes I see things, I'll get chemical symbols if you're toxic, or I can go into different areas of your body that there's energy or physical blockages and tell you what's going on. We also have a special um, machine that we use in person and it can also go over the distance that we can use to plug into people and see what's wrong with them. Well, not I guess not just with the physical body, but with the emotions and the mental aspect and things like that also. So do you have anything to add to that, Shannon? Well, I would just say, you know, it's really amazing sometimes a lot when I will just mention somebody to you or if I say, you know, my dad called and he's not feeling well, it's almost like even before I tell you the symptoms or what's wrong, you can actually plug into him and say, you know, it's this or this before I even start overreacting. Even even with my kids, you know, 
I'm not as calm as if somebody asks me, I can I can actually tell them certain things, but it's like you know before I even describe the symptoms or what anything to you, it's it's really amazing how intuitive you are medically. Well, thank you, Shannon. Um, And we briefly mentioned this, vibrational testing is also something we commonly do with the clients. And like I said, I think it's in our archives of our first or second show. Um, Vibration, basically, um, David Hawkins, scale consciousness, if you want to look it up. The higher you vibrate, the more amazing your life is, not just health-wise. I don't think I've been, well, actually, I don't even know the last time I went to a doctor other than for emergency medicine, but... I haven't been to a doctor in years and years and years and years. All of my four children have never been to a doctor for anything other than when they've broken an arm or emergency medicine. Um, Part of that is, well, knowledge, of course. I'm a naturopathic doctor. But part of that is lately, and I think you've been a lot healthier too, Shannon, to be honest with you. Absolutely. I don't remember. I haven't been sick. This winter, have you gotten sick? No. Um, The higher you vibrate, you know, the healthier you are. But I think what is more interesting and more pertinent to people is the higher you vibrate, the more your money flows, the better your relationships are, um, the better your career is, the more possibilities that open up to you in your life. You can really begin to create an amazing life when you vibrate super, super high. And what I think is really neat is there's a lot of techniques people teach you in books and on the radio shows about how to manifest. And absolutely, they're true. But I always say there's a thousand ways to skin a cat. There's a lot of different ways to manifest. And it's not that what they're saying is false, but Shannon knows, and I always say this, I say I want the quickest, the best, the most successful, the easiest, the fastest way to do anything. And there's quicker ways to manifest, and there's quicker ways to stay healthy than taking a million vitamins or herbs or supplements or even eating the right foods. And one of the quickest ways that you can become healthier and manifest more effectively whatever you want in your life is by raising your vibration. And we'll we'll devote some more time to that. And I'm actually writing an ebook right now called, interestingly enough, The Secret of Everything, Manifestation. So we may talk about that a little later in the show. Um do you have anything to add to that category, Shannon? I think we could go on about vibration for for a very long time, so that probably sums it up good. I think we did go on about vibration for a very long time. I wanted to go back to your point about when I give an intuitive reading. I was talking to Janet Nestor, who we're going to be having on our program in a couple weeks, I believe on February 29th. She's a licensed professional counselor, and she's been in practice for many years doing a number of energy psychology techniques. She's written a couple books, Pathways to Wholeness, and I'm not sure. She's written a new book. I'm not sure what the name is. Should have been a little more prepared, but she's going to be coming on, and she and I were chatting on the phone in preparation for our interview, and she and I were talking about that. She does intuitive readings as well, Shannon. And one of the things I found interesting is she was talking about how people will say that to her. They'll say to her, you know, you know you said this, or did you know you said this? And she's like, no. <laughs> you know, maybe you should take some notes. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. I've never really talked about that with another practitioner, but they kind of have the same experience. So, oh, her book I think is called um, – 
I don't know. Oh, Nurturing Wellness Through Radical Self-Care. That's her new book coming out. So we're going to be talking about some interesting things with her. She also has the ability that you know one of my daughters has, Shannon, which is she reads auras in the auric field. Uh-huh. Wow. And she draws them, sketches them, and um, she has that ability. So she may do, we may give away a discounted R reading with her, or maybe a free R reading, you know, to one of our callers next week. So we actually have a caller, and I'm going to go to the phone and see who's there. Hello. Welcome to The Secret to Everything. Hey, Kimberly. Hello. Hey, Shannon. This is Brian. Brian, Hi, it's how our are you? special, amazing mystery guest. I'm so excited. I didn't know if he was going to be able to make it. Now we have to switch yeah. topics. Well, I guess we don't. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. No, no. I'm glad you're talking about this, uh, uh, the higher level of vibration. That's that's great. Um, uh, I, I wanted to ask you something about that. Okay. Uh, when I when I first heard of that, I was uh, – uh, driven by my ex-girlfriend to read this certain book. She tried to push me to read this certain book for, like, months and months and months, and uh, uh, I had it forever and finally just decided to read it, and it was the uh, Celestine Prophecy. Okay, sure. Are you familiar with that? Kind of familiar, yes. Okay, okay. I've read uh, part. I've read part. I don't... Okay, okay. I don't, uh, I'd rather, you know, read reference books and science books instead of stories, and uh, this was pretty much a a story, but um, I read it in one night. I just picked it up and done. I was like, wow, I had this this whole time, and I finally read the whole thing, and then uh, I went on to reading the other books by uh, James Redfield. Uh, uh, The Celestine Prophecy was, I guess the story is, is that this person is looking for these insights to life, one through nine, you know, and they talk about uh, energy and, and manipulation, uh, uh, insights to life. And, and as he's looking for these uh, nine insights, he's going through the insights looking for them. And that's what intrigued me about it. And uh, they go into the, the, I think the second book was the 10th insight. And then uh I forget what the third book was, uh, Celestine Vision, something to that nature. But they go into vibrating on a higher level uh, so you can uh, create objects in that spiritual Hmm. world, um, raising the energy level. Really? Huh. Yeah. I didn't realize we talked about that, I guess. The the Secret of Shambhala, that's what the book was. Uh, he He talks about there's this hidden place out in the woods somewhere in another country where these people go to, nobody else can see it except for these people who are at a higher level frequency. And uh, they create things through love and and energy and giving things to everybody. And uh, um, he he went to saying, I mean, he made it seem like it was real, but it was a story to where people can disappear vibrating at a higher level entirely. Oh, Absolutely. And, um, I believe that, I'll, as a matter of fact. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Can I, awesome. I'm just going to interrupt you super quick because my daughter and I were just talking about this last night because we believe, I mean, we were talking about the dimensions, which this is way off track, everybody, and I'm sorry, kind of way off track, kind of not. Not really, no. <laughs> we were talking no. about how I believe, this is my personal belief, this is my point of view, and but I believe this is basically that we live in a basically closed dimension. Now, don't jump all over me. Wait. 
except <laughs> for I believe I believe all of the, the dimensions cross over us, but I don't believe in general that we interact on a consistent level, so I call it a basically closed dimension. However, I believe that there are portholes, the ley lines. I'm sure you're familiar, and you probably talked mm-hmm. to people about that, Brian. I know you have. Um, but I believe that there there are portholes where things can come and go and appear and disappear. And um, actually, I believe that spirit vibrates extremely high, and that's why, quote, a spirit can pass through a wall because sure. it vibrates much, much higher than we have. So it does stand to reason, in theory, that if we could learn how to vibrate as high as, quote, a ghost, that we could pass through that denser molecular structure as well. Would you agree, Brian? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've even read Albert Einstein talking about that. We could, we could, uh, there's space in between atoms that if we had control, we could walk right, right through a wall. And, Shannon, I, I, I think you've I heard me that. say this. The quanta which is the space between space between what yeah, we would perceive yeah. as more solid objects, that is what we can create out of. And if you look at how much space is even in the room that you're in, Brian, the room Shannon's in, the room I'm in, there is so much quanta, which we have endless, basically, space to create whatever we want, which is pretty amazing. But I want to get back to you, Brian, in a minute. Could you introduce yourself and tell everyone um, kind of who you are and what you do? Sure. And about your Thank show. You. Uh, about your show. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh well folks, uh my name is Brian Trabig. Um I'm I'm fairly new. I guess uh mid January I started on Blog Talk Radio and I got into listening to Kimberly's show, which is great, you guys, so listen in uh, uh when you can. Um I've been doing a show uh called Simplicity, uh with Brian Trabig here on Blog Talk and uh guaranteed once a week. Um we may be a little sporadic during the week, but guaranteed Monday nights uh, and then we'll do uh, where that show called Simplicity is where we take complex issues and try to simplify them so we can understand it and move on. And uh, and I'm slowly realizing that the general public really needs to know a lot of common sense. And that's why I try to take even you know talking about religion. I went through all the religions and you know try to explain what each one does, what uh, and try to explain to the people uh, what the basis is for all this religion, no matter how much detail you put into it. And, you know, I just try to simplify it. And then um, that's been doing well. And then I have the late-night rants. That's just out of the blue, you'll hear me on the radio. If there's nothing on, I'll I'll make a show, you know, to entertain people or whatnot. That's that's more of a comedy thing. But uh, um, on the side, uh, my real job, actually, is uh, the Ghost Tours of Galveston. I'm a tour guide and manager of the Ghost Tours in Galveston, uh, we have many tours uh, available if you're around the Houston area, uh, Galveston. Um, if you don't like ghost stories, we talk uh, a lot about the history of, of the island, of what it went through, the, through the great storm, why it was the best of times, it's seen the best of times and the worst of times, and why it could be so haunted because of how much death it's seen. But um, I do that and do the blog talk, and uh, I was I'm glad I caught your show today, I'm, and uh, I'm glad to be here. Oh, no, we're so thrilled to have you. I have to tell you guys, you should listen to this man's show, because I have never in my life heard a better research show than this. You must put a lot of time into it, because he just does a great job 
of um, and, and explaining the research in a, I think, a pretty clear and simple way. I haven't been able to catch a live show because I'm always sleeping at the time, oh, yeah, usually yeah. when you're giving it's a late time, yeah. your show. Right, but um, I have listened to some of the archive shows, and I think you do a really good job of, uh, you know, accomplishing what you want to, which is simplify, simplifying really complex issues. And I think your research is just amazing. I want to throw Thanks. something out to you. Now, we're going way off topic, and this is me, as Shannon knows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love thought. I know. This is way off topic. We're going to put you on the hot seat, Brian. We're going to pick your brain. Okay. Oh, yeah. So have you ever heard of that show, um, Jeff I, Berlanger, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, does that 30-odd minutes. Have you heard of that? He does that internet ghost UFO alien show. It's like an internet. Have you at all watched that or heard of that, Brian? Mm. Can't say that no, now. that would be no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, last night he was talking about a topic that my daughter and I have actually talked about in the past three to six months, which is the topic of the Nephilim. Do you know anything about that? No. No. <laughs> well, the Nephilim, it's this big controversy in the supernatural world. Um, some people believe the Nephilim were like the giants, like David and Goliath, like Goliath would be a Nephilim. And they okay. actually believe the Nephilim are, this is really getting off into some crazy stuff, but oh well, um, where when, you know, demons, if you believe in that kind of thing, which Shannon knows I do, but when demons came down to earth and mated with human women, and Genesis says that's one of the reasons why God brought the flood was to wipe mm-hmm. out this race of gods or supernatural human beings that had extraordinary strength and super psychic powers, you know, and we're kind of messing up the order of things, so to say. But anyway, Jeff did this show last night. It was so interesting. Um, he had a guy who wrote a book about the Nephilim. I just wondered what your thoughts were. And some people think they're aliens, and some people think they're angels, and it's just this big controversy. Sure, sure it is. It um, is. And, and now that you say that, I do I do recall um, I was actually talking about this on the, on my show, Aliens, um, and there's a gentleman named Alex Collier who who describes that there's many races of aliens, and and a lot of them that he has, well, the Andromedans that he has contact with tells him all this information. You know, can you can you tell if it's real or not? Well, he's so elaborate, and the stories are so amazing. It's just like, why not? You know, let's just take it in and see what it is. You know, uh, but he spoke of many races of aliens, and some are good, some are bad, and some can go back in time and manipulate things on our Earth. And he says that there's some aliens that are huge, uh, like the reptilians uh, race, um, lived in the past and uh, tried to uh, destroy us and try to change things. And uh, so I know that aspect of it. And I've heard the collaboration of maybe they were um, sent, from, sent from heaven or or angels or demons. You know, I've heard that too, but... Uh, you can't tell. You can't tell. Um, you know, a lot of people discredit Loch Ness monster uh, um, and and aliens out there. You know, but you got to see. Scientifically, we haven't seen everything. You know, the ocean is so huge. We haven't explored all of it. We haven't explored all of Earth. We haven't explored all of space. So you cannot say that it doesn't exist. Only that it. That's could. true. That's true, and that's one thing I want to encourage people in any realm, whether it's what we're talking about right this second, or whether it's in healing or whether it's in manifesting things in your life, 
I, I think the most important thing, and I was even going to talk about this tonight, is I think if you begin to open your mind to new possibilities, we're not asking you to believe what we say or what someone says or what a book author says, but when you not only step out of that box, but then you destroy that box, then you have the space, like I like to say, for inspiration and creativity to happen. And, you know, that's all I'm asking you guys to do. I know some of this stuff is a little out there. And going back to what we were talking about, Brian, about your book and and the higher vibration is even the Bigfoot myths, I don't know if you've heard this, but one of the theories for the whole Yeti Bigfoot thing is, well, if these creatures exist, why are they so slippery? Like, why haven't we captured one? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it'll, not on camera, I mean, you know, like an ape and a zoo type thing. One of the theories is that they enter and exit in a cross dimension. I don't know if you've heard this through portals. Uh-huh. Yes, so I sometimes have. you're seeing them and then they run out of this dimension. Have you heard that? So you have. You've heard that theory. Oh, or yes, I have. Yes, suggested. I have. That they, they could go in and out of uh, dimensions or portals. I've heard that, yes. And that's that's why yeah. we can't see these. These certain ones. Because I've, I've always wondered, too, because there seem to be so many sightings. And I, and I would even throw that in. I guess I'd kind of throw the Loch Ness thing in there because I think we have all this sophisticated equipment. And has anybody really nailed anything down recently? I don't think so. Have they? No, no. And and, and I think uh, despite the entering portals there, you, you could also think, uh, um, look at common sense. They've been around for a long time and they've been able to uh, hide themselves uh, a lot, you know, uh, going through our civilization. And as civilization grows or the industry grows, um, they, I think mm-hmm. they're probably dying off and that's why we don't see very many of them. Uh, now, I, I and, that, that. and that's just my idea there. It could be just as simple as that, that there's not many of them anymore and they're very good at hiding. Do you have any thoughts on that, Shannon? Well, I mean, I, I've seen several shows on that, and it's not even just in one area or one state. I mean, they come. there's sightings from Oregon to New York. It's not just one place. I've never heard about the portholes, though. That's pretty interesting, though, um, since there are so you many know, sightings. You know where High Banks is, Shannon, in our area, right. not to freak people out. But there's a white... Um, Bigfoot or White Yeti, I mean, usually they think of that like in Antarctica and then the snow, but actually there are a huge number of Bigfoot sightings in Ohio and in this area, like Ashley, where I used to live, Shannon, and really? around here in the Olentangy River. They've had a huge number of sightings over the past 20 years in this area. I just think it's really, I just think it's interesting. That's one of those, I don't know. Brian, I always that's just cool. think that's one of those mysteries they should have nailed down by now. You know? Yeah. It's a little more tangible yeah. than the alien thing to me. Sure. You're right about that. And you got to wonder, okay, how will people react if they came out and said, hey, we have this creature? And I don't think it would be a big deal. So uh, I don't see any kind of government control there to where they're hiding uh, the information of Bigfoot or Loch Ness because that's not like aliens. If they came out and said, aliens exist, and whoa, that's a big thing. But seeing Bigfoot, it's like, okay, see, I told you it was real. <laughs> we may have, you know, more T-shirt sales, but it wouldn't impact our our lives as much as aliens were. So, um, yeah, we have the technology to find these creatures, and, and because we haven't, well, quite possibly they could be dying off, or uh, and that's it, you know. 
that could be the reason there. Okay, well, since you lead, since you're big into that, I would assume. So you have a strong interest in the paranormal, I would assume. Is that a is that a right oh, yeah. assumption? Anything and everything, anything and everything in our reality. If you can't explain well, it, can, or, that's it. No, go, go ahead. ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, no, that was it. So what is and, what is your theory? I'm gonna go. We're gonna go the ghost direction now. So what is your understanding or belief or experience, maybe, with ghosts? Okay, my understanding with ghosts are two things, is what uh, I believe. Uh, ghosts can be two things. Now, of course, the definition, you know, it, it's it's a, a person who has died, you know, and remains. And there's two types of ghosts, I believe. One is the residual apparition, who... Uh, don't know they're dead, and they do the same thing over and over again, and they're stuck here. They don't know they're dead. They're, it's too shocking. Um, and then number two, you have the uh, ghosts who are aware that they're dead, and they try to gain energy uh, around them to gain potential so they can communicate with us. And we talk about this on our tour here, uh, uh, that there are hmm. stages that these ghosts take on by Taking energy. That's why there's so many different types of ghosts out there. You see orbs, vortexes, ectoplasm, uh, full body apparitions. It's because of the le- the level of potential of energy that they've gained, so they can communicate with us. Um, and that's that's what I think about the ghosts um, that they do exist. Have you seen ghosts? The experiences I've had, I, I don't want to say that I've seen. I remember a certain uh, incident where I thought I saw one. Both uh, my wife and I both saw it, but uh, it could have been a lens flare. It could have been. Um, uh, so I, I don't talk about that much. But um, I did have an incident. I was doing a tour, and uh, I don't know. Did I tell you this, Shannon? Our Kimberly yeah. last time. Um, I was doing a tour, and after the tour, I had a medium take the tour, and she came up to me and she said, uh, "Do you know an Edward?" And I said. Um, my middle name's Edward. That's probably what you're picking up on. And she huh. said, "Okay, well, there's a there's a little girl that follows you around on your tours. Good night." <gasps> and I'm like, "Oh, thanks a lot." You know, uh, a girl named <laughs> Annabelle. <clears throat> you know, people complain about your job, so well, you don't have ghosts following you around and following you home. <laughs> uh, and that's the experience I had. I, I, well, number one, I went home and I typed in Galveston ghost Annabelle just to see if. Uh, uh, she existed Mark. or was known, and uh, uh, they did an investigation on one of the buildings that we tour at, and they said that a little girl named Annabelle haunts that building. And I was like, Whoa. cool, that's awesome. Cool. And I don't know if this is the same ghost that followed me home. I was, uh, I live on a boat here, and ever since high school, I've been collecting musical instruments, and. Uh, I finally got an electric drum set a while back, and, you know, an electric drum set, there's wires sticking out all the pads mm-hmm. in the control unit. Mm-hmm. Well, my wife was crocheting a blanket, and uh, that night she put it on top of the microwave and woke up the next day. She went to work. Uh, I woke up, and I saw that the yarn uh, was intertwined, all the wires, and then across the room underneath a 200-pound amplifier. Huh. And then back across the room, through the mini blinds, and then back across the room lying on top of my guitar. Wow. And I uh, I brought her in, and I said, when she got off work, I said, uh, you see this? 
And the first thing she did was just say, uh, why did you do that? I said, I, do that. <laughs> I, I said no, but do you see what, what could have happened here? Because, you know, I didn't do it. And she looked at me, and she knew what was up. She said, whatever's here, get rid of it. And uh, I tell you, if, if I was single, I would have had the best YouTube station ever, you know, put up a video camera and see this in action, right? Uh, but, that would um, be awesome. She she didn't want it around, and I understand it was making a mess, you know, and uh, uh, I told whoever was here, I said, I will help you if there's anything you need, and I continue um, through the tours every time I'm out, and I just say it in general. If anybody's here, if you need help, let me know. Uh, but she had to go. I just, whoever it was, I had to let him go, and then after that, nothing happened. So there's my experience. Wow. If that was the intro, I would have, usually things escalate somewhat, so I would have been interested to see how that escalated. That would have been kind of fascinating, but that's just the way I see it. So. Oh, yeah. That would have been really cool to see. That was my experience and my thoughts on ghosts. Hmm. Guys- Should I tell them my, my theory? Go ahead, Brian. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, please. No, while we're on the subject, go ahead. What's your theory? No, what were you going to say? Uh, were you gonna I was going to go off and I was going to go off and ask if you did readings, uh, like energy level readings or whatnot. I've heard it on your show. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I do. Oh, I tested your vibration. Didn't I tell you what it was last time, Brian? Did I tweet I you or so. something? No. You don't think so? You want me to read? You want me to test your vibration? Yeah, that would be cool. But we can go into what your thoughts are on, on the ghost. Before we go up. Hold on, I'm testing your vibration for a minute. <laughs> no. mm, okay. It's, hold on, it takes me a minute. Yeah, that's about what it was last time. You're like 450. That's really good. Don't you think, Shannon? Yeah, that's really good. Really, really good. So you've got a bunch of positive energy. And you know what? I can tell you, you know what? I can tell your person who has done what I call the work or who's on this path of spiritual discovery because, you know, you've read stuff that vibrates high and you've exposed yourself to high vibrating thoughts and you're, like, exploring. So, I mean, that makes sense to me that you vibrate that high because it's really extraordinarily high for an average person, but I don't think you're an average person. (laughs) So (laughs) I think you've done the work to get to that point. But um, I totally agree. I want to just say I totally agree with you about the residual energy, and I think the best example of that for people to understand is to use – I always use Gettysburg because any place where there's been huge tragedy, you know, things loop, you know, know, like you said, it's people going about doing the same thing over and over and over and not something that's going to be an interactive type of thing with you. But – this has taken me a long time to come up with this theory, and it's a spiritual theory, but I'm going to throw it out there. Um, I believe in heaven and hell. That's my personal belief. And my theory is, now this isn't always true, because I believe at the time of death, sometimes even if you're going to heaven, you get those moments where you can go to your loved ones and you know say your goodbyes and appear. A lot of people have death side appearances where they see their grandma or their mom or their sister or their husband. And we've all heard of those. We're like, well, I knew they died at 708 because my grandmother appeared at the foot of my bed at 708. So that's one theory. Um, but how to me and a lot of the spirits that I've encountered and my family has encountered, most of them are not happy. I mean, and it's funny because people, and I think I mentioned this on another show, and I don't know how many people you've talked to, Brian, in the, what you're doing, 
But, you know, the show Ghost Whisperer, everyone's like, that's crazy, that's Hollywood, that's exaggerated. And Santa knows this. It's not. It's not exaggerated and it's not crazy. There are that many spirits. And I know it sounds hard to believe, but especially for people that have gifts, we function kind of like a lighthouse where, you know, the light attracts these spirits. Kind of like what you said, Brian, how you say to them, do you need help or I'm willing to help you. When you put out that invitation, I think you're going to find maybe a little more spirit activity, even if it's not at home because you've kind of put a boundary there and your wife does not want them there. But I think you're going to probably at some point find a little more activity around you or you're going to start seeing things or hearing things or noticing things, and you're going to develop a sensitivity to that because you've thrown that out there to the spirit world. But that being said, one of the versions, and I've kind of come to believe this is mine for now, um, is that hell is a different plane of existence, like we were talking about different planes of existence, that crosses over ours. It's kind of that closed, slightly open system thing I was talking about. Because Mm -hmm. if you think about it, let's say you die, let's say there is a hell, and let's say hell isn't a burning fire. Let's say hell is you get to come back and you get to smell and you get to have your emotions and you get to have your memories and you get to have this spirit body. And when you get good enough, as Brian said, you can move things, touch things, affect matter. But let's say you're an alcoholic, and let's say you can walk in a bar and be around the atmosphere that you love so much, and you can smell the alcohol, but you can't taste the alcohol. Or let's say you're a sex addict, and you go to the strip clubs. Are you getting where I'm going with this? Absolute torture. Or let's say you are absolutely in love with your wife, and you died and went to hell, and you get to watch her sleeping with another man. Do you see how that is hell? That is like the ultimate hell, if you think about it. And so that's just my little theory, so I know everybody's going to disagree with that, but uh, it's been bandied about. I've heard it here and there, but I mean, that kind of matches with a lot of the, because um, like I like to say, and Shannon knows this, I see about 30 to 40 to 50 percent of the time, depending on the day and what I'm allowing. So I mean, I see a lot of these spirits, and very few of these spirits, and I don't know you know, if you've talked to people, Brian, they're not happy. How many happy spirits do people encounter? Not very many. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. this is my thoughts. <laughs> no, that wow. No, that you're absolutely right. That could be that could be a certain version of hell, definitely. And and I I posed this question the other night. Uh, I asked. Uh, we were talking about demons, de- deciphering uh, demons Ooh. and ghosts, and um. Uh, I made the comment of, well, what if what if you have this this ghost that was just like one of us, not 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 so evil, not so you know a saint or anything, just a regular person um, who died and who's not really depressed, not a mean spirit, but he's tried to communicate. He's stuck here and he's trying to communicate with us, and it's gotten to the point where he's gotten frustrated. He or she's gotten frustrated, mm-hmm. and they and they just try and try and try, and finally they're moving stuff, they're pushing you around, when really they they don't mean to be mean. They're just trying to get your attention, and I think maybe they have grown so frustrated that they may appear like a demon or a poltergeist. And I'm just like, well, I, oh, I wish I, you could have told me you were talking about that. I would have stayed up for that conversation. Actually, I called I got, into another show. They were talking about being... Oh, you called into another yeah. show. Oh, okay. That's yeah, interesting. I got in a big... 
debate with somebody over, um, and I wasn't going to go off in this, I'm not going to go off in this tangent, but the big debate about, you know, how the Catholic Church says, I don't know if you know this, but the Catholic Church says that they are the only ones qualified to do exorcisms. And I always say, that's funny, because I've done about four of them. So, I mean, I must be Catholic, which I'm not. (laughs) No offense, Shannon, because Shannon's a Catholic. But but I think that's so funny. I just love the different, it's all point of view, and it's so interesting. That's what makes us interesting is that we all have different thoughts and experiences, and, you know, it's real to us. But so what's your opinion? So I'm hearing you don't believe do you believe in the demonic or you don't, Brian? What's your thoughts on that? Oh no, I was just I was just giving that option for scientific purposes. If somebody was saying they encountered something very mean, um are you are you gonna quickly define it we just encountered a demon or just encountered a frustrating oh, ghost? I, I see what you're saying. Oh, I got I I know exactly what you're saying. So yeah, now we're kinda of talking I, from the paranormal investigation or when you're going into a house, like instead of saying everything's demonic or everything's ghost, you're saying here's some different ways to look at that activity. Is that right? Yeah, it could be this. It could be a different variable. Don't, you know, you got to keep your open mind, right? You know? But, um, yeah, absolutely. I believe if you can imagine it, it's real. And so that's how I look at everything. Um, dreams have shown us that, that you can, you think it's real. You're in a vivid dream. You, you're able to control everything. You can fly around. And you don't know you're dreaming. You think it's real. You know, and that's right. totally real. And so if a person says, you know, uh, this exists, well, that's in a manifestation sense, it exists. You know, so demons, oh, yeah, they're out there. And I think they, since the majority of the people believe in it, um, they have manifest themselves into physical objects really messing with us. I, that's just my opinion on it. Um, when it comes to, uh, I think our thoughts uh, creating things uh, make things real. So, so I believe you're anything and everything. And what Brian's talking about is what is commonly referred to as thought form, which we yeah. could go way down an evil road with that, that I won't even get into. But um, some people believe that it's actually possible to create. I probably shouldn't be telling people about this. But anyway, um, well, you got to watch it because you, because a lot of people in, uh, give insight to this, and 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 you see documentaries on it, and everybody's happy, they're smiling when they're talking about it, like the secret or or you know the law of attraction, you know. Uh-huh. But you got to also know there's good and bad people, <laughs> and so it, you're going to see these evil villains watching this stuff and learning how to manipulate the world. And, yeah, so it's okay. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> and that's why I called my show The Secret to Everything because, well, I believe the bottom, 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 boiled down secret to everything ultimately is energy. But, I mean, I'm fleshing it out in more practical, you know, concrete terms show after show. But I believe that knowledge is power. It always has been. It always will be. And I believe a lot of these secrets about a lot of these things have been hidden from us deliberately and the magicians of old and the wise women of old and some of the midwives of old, they're the ones that held these secrets. And not only these those people, but also people in high-level power know a lot of these things. 
And if you know how to manipulate energy, you are a magician. You can create absolutely anything. Exactly. In your and life. I- and not only that, you can affect others' lives. And as you pointed out, I consider myself a light worker. I would say you have positive intentions and Shannon has positive intentions. But that is a good caveat. We have to remember that this knowledge can be used for either side and good or evil. But thought forms are really interesting because I think, Shannon, have we talked about this? You can actually create thought forms in whatever shape you like, whether it's deliriously wonderful and, and meant to do good to someone but you can actually create thought forms in monstrous, which is kind of where you were heading, I think, Brian, monstrous shapes designed to yeah. do evil. And yeah. depending on your knowledge of how to manipulate energy, they are 100% real and they can do 100% damage. Actually, voodoo's based a lot on thought forms, interestingly enough, if you research that. And um, anyone, if you go down south, will be happy to tell you story after story after story of how real voodoo is. So I think it's kind of interesting. Oh yeah, and I, I wanted to add to that about uh, about history. How we talk, about, there's books and lore about wizards and witches performing magic, creating all these things, like you're just saying. And I think that all existed. All of that existed, and then industrial age happened, and it was like, no, no, we burned these people. We need to make money. We need to do this. We need to manufacture all this stuff and and regulate. And then that's when it all died off and suppressing the knowledge. Absolutely. Well, we are all, every single one of us, are infinite, I believe, infinite, magical, powerful beings. But that oh, yeah. power and that magic has been stripped from us, and you hit the nail on the head. We've allowed it. But where we were put into the factories and we were on a conveyor belt for 8, 10, 12 hours a day, and we became, you know, our humanity was stripped and our creativity was stripped and our souls were stripped. Well, how can you create magic from that? And we Mm -hmm. still have factories where thousands of people, as you know, Brian, work today and jobs and even the 9-to-5 office job. I mean, we have bought a lie that this is the way it's done. Like I always tell Shannon, I, I call my parents and I'm like, oh, I got asked to teach at this online college and, oh, I just published my first book and oh, I'm a national writer for a magazine. And you know what my parents say? They say, that's great. And you know what they talk about? My brother who has the nine-to-five job with the insurance <laughs> and the guaranteed salary. But that's how we've been programmed, yep. you know? Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And, That's why uh, I love people like oh. Brian, because I do, Brian, because you are preaching what I'm preaching, which is destroy the box, think for yourself. We're not saying buy what we're saying. We're not saying believe what we're saying. We're saying research, learn, open your mind to possibility. When did that ever hurt anyone? That's it. That's it. And that's what I try to talk about, too, on my show is I'm just, I'm not agreeing with a certain thing. I just gave all the knowledge out there. There you go. Now what do you think? Now give your own take on it. And I get people like, wow, I didn't know there were over 22 religions, you know, uh, major religions and then all these sub-religions. I did not know so many existed. And they kind of question things, you know. It's all for the positive, though. It's all for the positive. Um, and and that's, that's right. That's just given the knowledge. Given the knowledge. And... Hey. 
if you can live your life in the question, every single revolution that has turned this world upside down has started with a question, a question question. like, what if this could be different? What if we didn't have to earn $8 an hour? What if we, what if, what if, what if, and then the questions that come from the question. So if you can live your life in the question, wow, endless possibility. Mm -hmm. Man, I can't wait for your book. When is your book coming out? (laughs) When is my book coming out? Well, you know what's funny about that is, you know, I just kind of, oh, I kind of, you know, started doing this radio show, and I thought, you know what, I could do kind of like you do with your show. You take, um, what is the name of your show? Because then you put that, what is it after it? Isn't it called the simplicity of, and yeah, then you simplicity. do whatever the topic is, right? Yeah. So, but you like you add that other, yeah. So then you add whatever your issue is, you know. And mm-hmm. so I thought kind of to do, to do the same thing with The Secret of Everything. So like I said, my first ebook's is going to be The Secret to Everything Manifestation. And I wrote, I don't know, maybe 30 or 40 pages this weekend and ran it by a couple of people. And, you know, it's simple, simple truth that, that I'm fleshing out on manifestation because – and you've done some shows on manifestation quite in-depth on the law of attraction. But I get so yeah. frustrated. People are selling all this stuff – and Shannon and I talk about this almost every day, don't we, Shannon, about the reasons why people – okay, if everybody bought the secret, Brian, why why hasn't the world turned around? Because the sheer amount of movies and books that have been sold, this world should already be a completely different place, and as we know, it's not, which means you could say those people aren't applying, but I think a lot of the people did apply. So then people give up and say it didn't work. Well, why didn't it work? Because they didn't even be, they didn't tell you the real secret to manifestation. Have you read that, Brian? The real secret. You read the secret. Have you read? No, I the, watched. Have you I read? watched the. Uh, I watched that documentary movie they did. I didn't read the book. No. What do you think about it? I think. Um, I think just the idea is wonderful to get out to everyone, but um, it, they made it more like, you know. Bigger goals, you know. Think you're going to drive a car? You're going to get that car very soon. I mean, it's good stuff to say. It's good stuff to to give out. But it's worked for me on so many little things. Uh, it's it's you know like like I'm going to have the first parking spot, you know, and it happens all the time. I just say it. And the teaching there is to not to worry. And I, that's what I love about it is just don't worry. You know, work out. It's going to be great. If you just think that way, no matter what it is, big or small, it's going to work out. But don't you think it's easier to do that on smaller things? I mean, it's easier to not worry if you have a first parking place because if you don't, all you have to do is walk. Whereas if you worry about something big, then you're going to worry because you don't have your total and complete faith in, like, this is really going to happen is what I think it is and I think it's hard. I don't think that the secret actually teaches you how to put that into effect. You can't just I I'm sorry. If I put a picture on my mirror every day of some really cut body, I'm going to look at that picture every day and be like discouraged, not like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Maybe for the first week until you don't lose, you know, 20 pounds and then you're going to get discouraged and you know what I mean? It's easy to do on little things that are unimportant, really kind of unimportant. But when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, 
something that maybe you really, really want that you're really worried about, I don't think it works as much because I don't think, and this is what I think Kimberly was trying to bring up, they don't really give you all the tools that you need. You're not just going to be like, I'm thin, I'm thin, I'm thin. That's not going to work. You, yeah. Yeah. And she even says in there, like, you have to totally believe it. But how do you get in the mindset of where you totally believe it? That's There's a lot of different things exactly. and elements that come into play. And, and like Kimberly and I always talk, vibration is one of them. Raising mm-hmm. your vibration is one of the easiest ways to manifest different things. But, I mean, that's that's only one of the elements. There's lots of other elements that come into play when when you're manifesting, I believe. Oh, yeah, definitely. And and just keep it simple. Just keep it simple, and that that's how you'll find that out. <laughs> keep it simple. Mm, that sounds like a radio uh, show I've listened to. Well, you can, <laughs> I, I don't know if you talk about uh, it's, it's become part of me. I'm sorry. But... Uh, I'm just giving uh, yeah. you a hard time. I'm was, sorry. I'm this season. It's <laughs> okay. I don't know if you uh, heard on one of my earlier shows the, uh, the uh, simplifying reality. Um, I showed the idea that everything around us is in threes. Everything around us. We're three-dimensional beings. Mm. Um, look at uh, the magnet. you got positive, negative, and the neutral. Uh, look at an atom. Mm. Uh, the positron, the uh, neutron, uh, electron, uh, or proton. And um, it's all, everything's three. A battery. You look at a car battery. You know, there's positive, negative yeah. in the in the container. You think of a, a a positive thought or a negative thought contained inside your brain. You are born, you live, and you die. Um, there's uh, a heaven, neutral, and hell. Everything's in threes around us. And if you look wow. at it like that, um, if you look at it simply like that, it's like okay, I could either be in a bad mood or a good mood. Hey, that's pretty simple. I'm going to control my own self. Nobody's shooting at me. No, I'm having a great day. Everything's going to be positive. You stay positive uh, about everything and not worry about things because that's the law of attraction. If you're positive, positive things will come to you. If you're negative, negative that's things true. will come to you. It's it's very basic, common sense, and that's uh, that's why I gave the all threes theory. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. I've never heard that. And I think what you're saying when you're saying that is – it's it's stop resisting and live somewhat in the flow, you know. So there's an accident on the highway and you're two hours late to work. You just said it. Nobody's shooting at you. Nobody's dying. Go with the flow. You have to learn how to go with that flow. And when you're in the flow, it's a lot easier to manifest too. And what I was going to say back uh-huh. to the vibration thing is if you're vibrating at the level of shame, what are you going to manifest? You're not going to even manifest your parking spaces at that level. I mean, it sure. re- they're really, and that's what I'm going to bring out in my book is <laughs> there just really is, and I don't think it's deliberate. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know why these thought leaders, you know, I don't know why. I don't know why they aren't telling the whole story. Maybe they just aren't blessed like I am to know what I know. You know, we all know different things for different reasons, but I think mm-hmm. it's interesting that some of the huge, huge secrets about manifesting were never shared in some of these big, big works. It just amuses me, I guess. Okay, Brian, I'm going to let you, we're going to wrap up, and I'm going to let you plug your show one more time. And thank you so much for calling. You added so much to the show. But go ahead and tell everybody when your next show is, what it's on, and when your show normally is on. Awesome, awesome. Uh, uh, first off, thank you, uh, Kimberly and Shannon, for having me on. This is a great show, everybody. You guys got to listen to the show. It kicks ass. Uh, wait for her post. <laughs> I love it. Sounds like it's going to be cool. Um, 
my show is called Simplicity. It's on uh, late at 10, 10 p.m. Central Time, um, uh, at least once a week, at least once a week. And uh, just, just go to uh, blogtalkradio.com slash Brian Trading, and you'll find me or just search for it. Uh, I'm on iTunes as well. You should check that out. You should get on iTunes. I just saw that. Yeah, I'm going to talk to you tomorrow about that. I'm going to um, email okay. you. You're going to tell me how to get on iTunes. <laughs> I finally figured it out. It's pretty cool. You know, if you connect with other people on, on Blog Talk, they help you out, and uh, they let you know how to do certain things. But um, That's awesome. Uh, we're all just trying to um, send out the message, keep it, uh, keep it awesome, and inform people. But thank you for having me on. Right. Have a oh, great Oh, thank night. you so much. You are amazing. Take care. We'll talk soon, and, and you're going to come back on, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Me. Absolutely. Right. We'll talk to you soon, Brian. Take care. Have a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Okay, quickly, I wanted to let everybody know. I know we only have a few minutes, but I just want you to let, to let you know that we have our email. It's secret to everything at yahoo.com. You can also go to serenitynationalwellness.com or Serene Wellness on Twitter and Facebook. So there's several ways of reaching us. If you have any questions about any of the services that we offer, please feel free to email us either through the Yahoo account or through the website. Do you have anything to add, Kimberly? No, I just want to thank Brian so much for coming on. I really appreciate his insight and his different perspective. And I'm not sure what the show will be next week. I'm going to try to have another awesome and amazing guest to stretch your brain or blow your brain or whatever you want to say, or we'll talk about something interesting. But um, I really appreciate Brian's input. And check out our website, www.studynaturalwellness.com. And feel free to write me uh, any questions or if you'd like to be a guest or suggest a guest, we'd love to have you. Thanks. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening on Non Secrets Everything with Dr. Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Listen every Wednesday night, Eastern Standard Time from 7 to 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. Radio.